play and stay on Washington State's Kitsap Peninsula, the natural side of the Puget Sound. Stand up paddleboarding, hiking, great restaurants and breweries. I'll tell you more about your next vacation destination later in the show. I'm Rachel Bell, and this is Your Last Meal, the show where celebrities share stories about the foods they love most, and we dig into the history, culture, and science of those meals with experts from around the world. Today on the program, former Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl champions Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor played strong safety, Richard Sherman played cornerback, and both of these retired football players were a part of the Legion of Boom, the nickname for the Seahawks' legendary defense backfield. I say this confidently as if I understand what it means. But what I do know is food. And in October, Cam and Richard opened a restaurant together, Legion Sports Bar in downtown Bellevue, which is a Seattle suburb. The restaurant is described as elevated soul food. It opened back in October, and I got to interview the guys on opening day at the Ribbon Cutting Press event. And even though I don't watch football or honestly have any interest in football, I am interested in what top tier athletes eat. So I chat with Chef Stuart McNabb. He's the Seahawks head chef responsible for feeding the players three meals a day at the training facility. And he works hand in hand with Andrea Vanderwoodah, the team performance dietitian. All of that coming up later in the show. But first, my interview with Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. This was not a typical Your Last Meal style interview. Have some good food, some elevated soul food, there's some good music, and to just feel like they're at home. You know, it's his grandma's cooking right here. I want you to feel at home. Legion Sports Bar is located on the ground floor of a luxury mall. And I huddled outside with dozens of reporters, photographers, and TV cameras on tripods. We were all gathered in front of a podium where Cam Chancellor Richard Sherman and their business partner Leilani Wong had just given their opening remarks and sliced through a red ribbon, officially opening their restaurant. One by one, we were escorted inside and led to a booth where Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman were sitting and doing interviews. I was given five minutes to do this interview. Spoiler alert, it ended up being less than five minutes. So I had to jump right in. I asked Cam why he wanted to open a restaurant. Well, I love food, but the reason why I wanted to start a restaurant was because years ago, I used to do a barbecue back home in Norfolk, Virginia, where I served thousands of people free food, you know, it brought the community together. And it was, I was about community connectivity, community engagement. Uh, there was a lot of violence going on in my neighborhoods, and I wanted people to come to one common ground over food and they'll get to know one another and try to help stop, try to stop as much violence as I can. Uh, but it was always over food. So, you know, I love barbecue. I love soul food. That's always been in my heart. And um, I was able to come across my partners to get this going. And we're here today. It's upscale soul food. Everybody knew when I came in here, I was getting the chicken. So you know, there's some chicken on the menu. Richard Sherman can quench his chicken fix with Legion's jerk chicken sandwich, topped with Cajun caramelized onions and green tomato chow chow. Mm-hmm. 
Legion is called a sports bar, and there are a lot of TVs and high-top tables, and they do serve chicken wings with six different sauces, but the food is far more thoughtful, sophisticated, and delicious than any food I've ever had at a bar. They serve lots of Southern staples, like collard greens with smoked turkey, baked mac and cheese, and buttermilk cornbread, but there is a lot of love for Louisiana. Gumbo, jambalaya, and Creole blackened catfish, just to name a few dishes. I asked Cam, how are you eating differently now that you're not playing pro football? I'm probably eating more now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, well, I mean, my position required me to be a certain size so that I can run around with smaller guys. That wasn't my, my normal size, though. So, you know, right now I feel like I'm, I'm back to my grown man size now. So, you know, I, I don't have to starve myself anymore. I feel great. The restaurant business is notoriously tough. Slim profit margins, lots of work. There's been many people that came up to me and said, you know, restaurants are hard. Football was hard. Everything you do in life is hard. You know, it's all about perseverance. It's all about solutions, you know, finding solutions. And it's all about sticking to it. You know, there's going to be hard moments. There are going to be challenges. There's going to be tribulation, trials. There's going to be all of that. But, you know, you got to keep your head down. You got to keep grinding. You got to keep chipping away. And you got to find solutions and you got to lean on your partners. That's why it's three of us here. It's time for a break, but stick around for the third segment of the show to hear Cam and Richard's last meals. And I will chat with Richard and his mom about a food he will only eat if his mom cooks it for him. If you're a fan of naturally gorgeous, off-the-beaten-path vacation spots with small-town charm, you're going to want to plan a visit to Washington State's Kitsap Peninsula, where you can grab a scoop of homemade ice cream and stroll around the adorable European seaside village of Paulsbow, or walk on the ferry in Seattle and get off in downtown Bainbridge Island. And May is the perfect month to visit Bremerton or Silverdale, where you can get out of the city and into the forest in just 15 minutes for a beautiful hike. Enjoy a farm-to-table meal at Bremerton's Restaurant Lola, a Black-owned business. I really need to make the trip out there for their Creole brunch. And in the morning, stop by Saboteur Bakery for croissants that are so flaky and buttery, you'll think you're in Paris. There's also a gorgeous golf course in the middle of the forest and there are several naval museums in Bremerton. Go to visitkitsap.com slash yourlastmeal to learn more. That's K-I-T-S-A-P. Or you can find a link in the show notes. Play and stay on the Kitsap Peninsula, the natural side of the Puget Sound. Remember earlier when I asked Cam how he eats now compared to when he was playing professional football? Well, I was expecting that he eats less now. I think everyone thinks of football players eating a ton of food and bulking up. But each of the players on a football team has a personalized nutrition plan. Some need to gain weight, some need to lose weight, and everyone needs to be in the best shape of their lives. The Seahawks are either training or playing games in season for more than half the year. And during that time, they are eating all three meals five days a week at the Seahawks Performance Kitchen inside the training facility. I understand you crack a lot of eggs. Yeah. I tried to break it down last week. Roughly on the day that we were counting, it was 700 eggs that day. That is the Seahawks head chef, Stuart McNabb. Between banana breads, hard-boiled eggs, scrambled eggs, omelets, breakfast sandwiches, uh, salad bar, uh, sandwich yeah. specials, etc. How many people are you feeding on an average day? 
I would say uh, 200, 220. Okay, so this is not just the team, not just the players. No, yeah, staff included. Stu took over the gig from his dad, Mac McNabb, who cooked for the team for more than 20 years. But it took Stu more than a decade to get to where he is now. When I got here, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be a prep cook, I'm going to be a chef. And uh, he goes, no, you're in the dish bit, buddy, you know? And I'm like, what? So I had to uh, work my way up from there, get in trouble a lot, burn a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, I figured it out eventually. Stu says the way they feed the players now is much different than they were fed about a decade ago. When I first started with the team, it was more about just feed the players and keep them full. And now over the last, I'd say, 10 years, it's turned into more of a fueling thing. Like they're machines, right? Let's fuel them with the proper stuff. The players fought it a lot when it first started, right? They would fight back on, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I want fried chicken still every Friday, or I want burgers on Tuesdays, or I want enchiladas on Thursdays, right? And now everything's just so much more accepting and the players come in ready to accept it. And, uh, just change the way you approach it, right? We're not going to just put out a, a bowl of kale and say, eat this with vegan Caesar dressing and figure it out, buddy, right? There's a fun approach to everything we do here now. If we don't give them what they want to have fun with here also, they're going to go out and buy it somewhere else and source it from a crappy place that we don't know the ingredients or the product they're giving the players. If we can get them to eat all three meals in-house and snack, that's a huge win for us as a department. I love that strategy. It's totally parental, right? It's like, this is not a good comparison. But you know those parents that are like, I'm going to let my kids drink at home so they don't go off and party elsewhere. Yeah, that. Yep, that's that's enough. That's definitely uh, the approach we're taking in a way. <laughs> it's interesting because these guys have been athletes basically their whole lives, I'm assuming, like probably since they were little kids. You're saying that they wanted to eat fried chicken and burgers. Did it seem like they didn't know that much about nutrition for athletes either? I would say 12, 10 to 12 years ago. Yeah, it was crazy. People didn't care. They didn't care as much. They didn't think that that was a factor. Now these players that have been in the league for 20 years and that have made it that long, oh my gosh, you should see their diets and how serious they take everything. And we have rookies coming in that have their own diet plan. Okay, so let's talk about what they eat. Meals are mostly served buffet style. Today we had a steelhead trout. We served it whole roasted in the pan so they can kind of break off however much uh, they would like to eat. Did a bowl day today, kind of create your own bowl with uh, an option of sweet potatoes, quinoa, brown rice, or orzo. Uh, you get three different sauces. We did uh, diced skirt steak today with the simple salt and pepper and uh, light seasonings, garlic. We give them sauces on the side. So today is kind of like a build your own flavor bowl day. They've also been experimenting with adding more plated, fine dining style dishes to the lineup. Every couple of weeks, we try to do like a plated fish station and a plated steak station to try to just incorporate new things and get the players to try things they've never tried. Chef Q is, I would like to give him a lot of the credit for a lot of the fine dining plates. We, we did a corn puree with a spoon push at the bottom with a sea bass on top smoked paprika oil. We, we did a, one with a chive oil around it and uh, some uh, bull's blood for garnish on top. Microgreens. Bull's blood? Is that the what you call the microgreens? Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of them. We like that one. It looks cool. And when you say a spoon push, is that what it's called where you take the sauce and you make the swoop on the plate? Yep. Yep. Okay. I've never heard like a name for it before. <laughs> yeah. The chefs like to get all cute and do stuff like that. Yeah. What are a couple like super duper favorites? Can't ever take them off the menu. Most requested dishes. That's so funny. A couple of things came to my mind. We have like secret menu stuff sometimes, right? So something that the players aren't allowed to get for dinner. 
we have uh, an item. I don't want to tell you about it. It's called uh, the Yellow Leopard. And if the players come in between lunch and dinner, they can say the code word Yellow Leopard, get the chicken sandwich that we don't, don't want anybody to know the code word for. So the veterans will like make a lot of fun about it and they'll say, no, don't give the rookie the, the code word for the chicken sandwich. They can find it out on their own. So they'll come up, they'll say Yellow Leopard. One of the staff will hand them a chicken sandwich. And then they're walking around the building eating it. All the young guys are like, where'd you get that? How do I get one of those? And they're like, you'll, you'll have to find out on your own. What makes the chicken sandwich so special? Tell me about it. I think me and Andrew were just so sick of hearing the hype on these Popeye's chicken sandwiches and these Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. And the players were sending the rookies to go get 60 sandwiches and bring them back. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Hell, yeah, I can do that. So we just came up with our own sauce. It's uh, speckled. That's why we call it Yellow Leopard. I hope none of the rookies are listening. I don't want the code to get out. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. Whoa, actually, I just spilled the beans. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, number one uh, most listened to Seahawk player podcast right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could, sell, you could sell that information. Chef Stew works hand-in-hand with Andrea Vanderweta, the team performance dietitian. She creates specialized nutrition plans for each of the players. She also travels with the team and creates menus for most of their meals when they're on the road. We use the hotel kitchens. We'll just book out a ballroom and then you have your meal room with a buffet line. We're planning food at the stadiums and then planning a meal for after the game before we get on the plane where we'll have another set menu for on the plane. So a lot of different menus. <laughs> You have to keep them all straight. Some of these players went from their parents' house to college, where they might have been fed in the dorms, to being drafted by the NFL and having most of their meals made for them, which means they may not know how to cook for themselves. Some players have private chefs, but not the rookies. We did a couple grocery store shopping extravaganzas with some guys who'd never really been grocery shopping. We've sent some recipes home. They're like, can you send me home with like a taco recipe or just simple stuff? What's something quick I can do in 15 minutes? Like, Never been yeah. grocery shopping. Definitely eye-opening. <laughs> you like, assume that like everyone's been grocery shopping, but sometimes it's like, okay, maybe I have been, but I'm not shopping for like a specific meal or like a specific menu item. It's like, I go and I get like some snacks and I leave. Crazy. We've had players in the past, they'll be like, I need something to eat. And I'm like, okay, what do you want? And they'll just stare at me blankly. Sometimes I kind of get it. Like they have to make so many decisions in their life related to football memorize plays. If they don't have to think about the food, it almost makes their days easier. Having that structure is like comforting to them. She's got like the whole building set up. So every corner they turn, they got exactly what they want. <laughs> There's like, food everywhere. Get, they get off the field. They walk right in for smoothies, everything they need. It is a delicate dance of creating healthful meals that are also tasty and craveable enough to keep these players eating at the practice facility. We tried to serve a Oh, what did we do? Like an avocado brownie. And they're like, yeah, don't do that again. So <laughs> that failed. Yeah. We're like, okay, we won't do exactly. that again. We won't do it again. Yeah. Have to admit, I would be down for an avocado brownie. I just found a recipe for a two ingredient sweet potato chocolate cake. I went right out and bought a giant sweet potato. All right, time for a quick break. But when we return, Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor reveal their last meals. like 
listening to your last meal, you might like watching my new TV show, The Nosh with Rachel Bell. We just wrapped up season one, so there are four tasty episodes ready for you to binge at CascadePBS.org. In episode one, I convince an East Coast skeptic that Seattle now has fantastic bagels. And in the season finale, we go truffle hunting just about an hour outside of Seattle. Episodes are a quick bite just eight and a half minutes long. So grab a snack and cozy up with the nosh available anytime, anywhere at cascadepbs.org or find a link in the show notes. In February of 2015, when the Seahawks were playing in the Super Bowl, I was sent to Phoenix to report on stories for the week leading up to the game. I covered the Puppy Bowl. I went to Media Day and was standing directly in front of Marshawn Lynch when he famously said, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. And I got to interview a bunch of the players' moms, including Richard Sherman's mom, Beverly. I asked if she makes a home-cooked meal that he misses and loves. Spaghetti. He doesn't eat anyone else's spaghetti but mine. It's crazy, but it is what it is. I mean, you can take him to a restaurant, you can take him to your house and offer him this type of spaghetti or this type of pasta, or that, and he's going to tell you every time, no, I only eat my mom's spaghetti. He'll say no, he won't eat it? He will say that. He wow. only eats his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> no, they just have to so find bad. something else for him to eat, because if it's pasta, he's not going to eat it. I mean, I'm going to do a little M&M moment here. Tell me about mom's spaghetti oh yeah my mom's spaghetti that's the only spaghetti i can eat every other spaghetti i can't get down i got a gag reflex it comes right back up but uh my mom found a way to get it done is it true that if you are served spaghetti like at someone's house or a restaurant you won't eat it yeah i won't do it i won't do it i won't, I won't even waste the time i'll tell them early hey, hey we don't we don't do that no offense it could be good you know but i don't want to i don't want to throw up your food and then you'll be looking at me like oh dang you rude Trivia time. If you're of a certain age, you cannot hear the phrase mom's spaghetti without thinking of Eminem's 2002 song, Lose Yourself. You know the lyrics. Knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. But did you know that Eminem owns a tiny restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti? It is a very straightforward, very small menu. You can order spaghetti, spaghetti with bolognese, spaghetti with meat or vegan meatballs, or what they call a sketty sandwich. All of it served out of a takeout window. Oh yeah, they also have garlic bread. And this spaghetti is designed to be the least pretentious meal you will ever eat from a restaurant. The pasta is purposefully cooked the day before. It is mixed with sauce and reheated the next day, so it tastes like eating leftovers out of your mom's fridge. The New York Times paid a visit to Mom's Spaghetti and said, This is not Italian cooking, nor does it try to be. Instead, it might be best described as, well, downright motherly. The greasy slop of the pasta, the sugary tang of the red sauce, it's the spaghetti that emerges from your pantry on the last night before a grocery trip. All right, time to get to the last meals. Let's start with Richard Sherman. The podcast is called Your Last Meal. What would your last meal be? It would be some version of a chicken and rice. Jerk chicken. <laughs> might be jerk chicken, might be teriyaki chicken, maybe, you know, coconut chicken. You know, it's going to be some version of chicken. That's no question. Now over to Cam. Uh, 
I think my last meal will have something with barbecue on it. Yeah, whether it's chicken, whether it's beef, whether it's uh, shrimp. <laughs> I don't know, something with barbecue on it, maybe a side of macaroni, something like that. And that was Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor's last meals. Remember how I told you I had less than five minutes to do this interview? Well, after asking what their last meals were, I was abruptly cut off by the PR lady. Interview over. So the significance of their last meals will forever remain a mystery. But you can have a meal at Legion in Bellevue, Washington, and taste the flavors that these football players love. I went back to Legion a couple of months after my interview and had dinner with my old radio pal, Ron Upshaw. We split the Southern Fried Catfish Nuggets, a sole plate with collard greens, mac and cheese, cornbread, a big plate of red beans and rice, and it was really good. I just looked at the menu, though, and it has definitely changed since we were last there. No more red beans and rice. Thanks to Chef Stuart McNabb and Andrea Vanderwoodha from the Seahawks Performance Kitchen. Your Last Meal is a product of Cascade Public Media. The show is created and hosted by me, show construction by Sarah Bernard, and production assistance from Isaac Kaplan-Wolner. Prom Queen does our original theme music. Make sure you're following along on Instagram. I'm Hello Rachel Bell, B-E-L-L-E. Sign up for my newsletter. It's rachelbell.substack.com. If you have a question, if you have a comment, if you have a celebrity to suggest for the show, if you want to be a sponsor on the show, send me a message through the website. Go to yourlastmealpodcast.com. I'm Rachel Bell, and this is Your Last Meal. I'm sweaty. I get nervous, uh, you know, so bear with me. Are you going to have your like Saturday Night Live kind of moment? Oh my gosh. No, what's that? <laughs> Saturday Night Live. I've seen a couple, I think. I know what it is. That's this, that um, Mary Catherine Gallagher. You're probably too young. It's like the late 90s or early 2000s. It's Molly Shannon. And she had this character when she got nervous, she would stick her fingers in her armpits and go. And now because you don't know it, I look oh, completely I love insane. <laughs>